Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Miles and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert and Brendan Dunphy and Tim Johnson. How is everybody doing tonight? All right. All right. Excellent. Very nice. Thank you everybody for joining us on this special live episode of the cast from the coast as well as joining us on Twitch. You also have the ability to join us on YouTube, and we'll also be pushing this on Facebook. And later on in the week, as we've just said many times before, we'll have audio copies of this going out to all the major podcasting platforms. But tonight, very specifically, Tim, please tell us what we're talking about. Well, if anybody's already been following us and our, our, our journey into this series of films, we are continuing it tonight with... A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 4, The Dream Master. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Please regale us with a synopsis. Prepare to be regaled. Freddy Krueger returns once again to terrorize the dreams of the remaining dream warriors, as well as of a young woman who may be able to defeat him for good. But may, may be able to defeat him for good. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Or unlikely. <laughs> All right, so this movie picks up pretty much where the last one left off, the Dream Warriors, which, as we kind of found out from, uh, you know, what we were doing last episode, was kind of, a, it, it seems like it was the consensus to be the better of the film so far that we've seen. Because, yes, we know Josh has a absolute hard-on for the first one, and uh, the second one was okay. It's okay, but the third one just kind of seems to be like across the board, you know, like, eh, it's a good fucking movie. It's the best sequel so far. It's the say. best sequel. Surprisingly enough, though, this is the one that I remember growing up that everybody was, like, the most excited for. It was a spider. I was grabbing a spider out of the fucking air. That was fun. Live. Creepy. <laughs> wow. Live murder. Live murder of a spider. I didn't murder. I just kind of grabbed it and threw it on the ground. What a well. Okay, so this is oh, the guys. one in the 80s that everybody got really fucking excited for because it was, a, you know, it was closer to the 90s now. It's like 1988, Fangoria in full swing of things. You know, there's a little bit more, you know, hype now that part three was so fucking good and redeemed itself from the way that people thought about part two. Part four is coming out and it's got a, it's got a synopsis that um, 
uh, and, and all the reveals of it so far that kind of reveal that characters are returning. It's a continuation of the story. It's not like when they went from part one to part two, where it's Freddy's the only common scenario. You know what I mean? This is something that continues, you know, the power of, of these characters. Um, the only real big thing that happens in this movie, that's so much of a change is that right off the bat, Patricia Arquette is apparently too big at this fucking point to return. And I don't know the whole story to tell you the truth. I didn't even look into it, but we have a girl by the name of Tuesday night. I think that's exactly what her name is. Tuesday night. It's weird, but great name, but she plays Kristen. So when you look at it, it it is the one thing Josh was kind of saying this a little bit behind the scenes at first, it kind of confused him up front. The, the girl, Kristen, it's her, it's Patricia Arquette's character from the third one. She pulls people into dreams, but it's played by a different actors. All right. Well, I can confirm her name is Tuesday night. Tuesday night. There you go. I also like to take an opportunity to talk about our sponsor tonight, Tim Hortons. Nope. nope. It's not a fucking sponsor. Nope. You and Brendan need you to stop this with the fucking sponsor sponsors. Not, no one sponsors me. Always fresh. Always Tim Hortons. You know, and he's got his hand over a Hortons just so it says Tim, right? Like it's just Tim. Oh, there you go. No. <laughs> Have a hot sip of Tim. <laughs> Gross. Gross indeed. I just uh, I just wanted to get Adam going, nope, nope, nope it's not nope, no fucking nope, sponsorships. Nope. nope. Sorry, Tim's. But if they want to reach out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they want to support Canadians, sure. I mean, whatever. Okay. The views and opinion of Tim Johnson do not support the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Tim Hortons Co- Corporation. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Tuesday <laughs> night, by the way. <laughs> So the the best thing the best thing that I found in the credits though right off the bat I don't know if this is going to be part of trivia time with Tim or not probably not but Tuesday night the girl who plays Kristen in this actually sings the opening song yeah it absolutely was it was my yeah, first piece of oh I ruined my it. god Fuck no, yeah. it, that's it the fake one but the re- but the <laughs> reason I was bringing this up is because much the same as I love the soundtrack in the third one the opening song to this fucking gets me pumped man like no matter how you feel about the rest of the movie the opening song itself is fucking dope i like it it's pretty high so 80s badass it's badass i love it yeah love it. all right so now we have the fact that Kristen, uh it's a couple years later it seems like they've all kind of battled their demons as it is in the third movie and <laughs> i know stop and they go beyond that. They're all kind of living back at home. Everything's kind of, you know, going normal again. They're teenagers. They're in school. They've got, you know, she's got a boyfriend. Everything's going well, I guess. But she still has nightmares about Freddy returning. And she pulls them into her dreams all the time. And they're getting pissed off. And that's kind of causing some conflict here. <laughs> I drop it, lady. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, my dog would bite. I'd bite your ass, too. He's talking about his dog. I'd bite your ass, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. How much time has passed in between the two films? You think it, it it appears to only be a couple of years, because they're still in high school at this point. Yeah. Right. So what is it? Uh, part three is like nineteen eighty seven. This yeah, is so it might be like, like a year or two. Sixteen. A year. Part three was nineteen ninety because it was part yeah, of my like trivia 17, time. Seventeen eighteen. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So the probably only mm-hmm. a year or two in between them, at the most. They went from full-on mental institution like straight jackets puffy rooms to everyday normal 
the doctor yeah. did survive American the third one. He did sign them. You know, they're not crazy. There was yeah. shit to happen. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a dream demon. It was a fucking dream demon. They were right. Sorry, <laughs> they were right all along. Yeah, they were right all along. So, if you guys remember, with my trivia time last time, I was like, "Yeah, this film takes place in 1990." Like, I specifically remember saying yes. that. Okay, but apparently. I looked it up. This film takes place in 1988. No way. They go back in time? Yeah. Back in time. It doesn't the dream tunnel. It from the nightmares. I don't know. I'm just bringing up that song again. Because that song's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's some sort of a dream tunnel. This movie takes place before the, the one that happened before it. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, for the sake of continuity. Just incorrect. Continuity. I say well, that too, and everybody bugs me about it. So, yes, continuity. Continuity. You got to just break down all the Con- syllables. Contin- continuity. Continuity. Con- it's continuity. 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 Cooties. Cooties. Aluminum. Cootie. Vampire. Cootie McBooty. oh man okay so Uh, yeah so now we do actually have the fact that freddy finds his way back because he was he's being brought back it's just the way that that shit happens freddy freddy comes back and in an amazing show of rebirth we have a dog pissing fire which was dope (laughs) and then we have uh very much so the same type of effect as what happened in uh indiana jones and uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, we have like almost like a wax based Freddy that's like melted and it's played in reverse to have him like reconstituted. And I mm-hmm. fucking love that. I thought it was dope. Yeah, that's one of the best scenes in the film, yeah, I think. Especially like his eye is Back all fucking us. goo and fucking solidifies and shit, too. It was like, it was right down to it. I was, I was enjoying that. Mm. At first, my son was kind of like, yeah. And I'm like, no, this is good. This. This is everything. This is everything an '80s movie needs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Freddy is now after the last of the Elm Street kids, and what's Freddy gonna do when he kills the last of the Elm Street kids? Kill more Elm Street kids. He's just talking about the you know the bastard type children who are the children of those who killed him. So he's not even worried about revenge anymore. It's just a facade. He just wants to kill kids. He just likes killing. Yeah, he just likes killing. All right. He just like I just food. looked it up. I just looked right. it up. Part three, the film takes place in 1990. Mm-hmm. It legit says that. Yes. Yeah, but part four takes place in 1988. Fucking time paradox no here. Sense. Fucking time paradox. No, I don't like Josh insinuating <laughs> <laughs> that that I fucking fucked up. The more I watch this series, the less continuity and the less overarching makes any sense. Clearly, some shit happened with the Avengers, and they went back for the Dreamstone <laughs> or something, and everything got all discombobulated, boobulated. You just wanted to and say here we boob are. on the on the show. I get one Actually, it makes perfect sense because that's why the actors change. It's multiple Freddy timelines. Oh, oh my shit. god. Is this the Freddyverse? It's the Freddyverse. The, the FCU. <laughs> the FCU. <laughs> the Freddy Cinematic Universe. Two people uh, together again for the, the first F- time ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
so now we have a whole new group of people, including Alice and her brother, who are introduced into the mix via Alice's brother being Kristen's boyfriend. And a whole bunch of other interesting 80s fanatics, including the hairdo herself. I can't remember her name. What, what was her fucking name? Oh, she, had, she had the fucking hairdo. hairdo going, man. It was awesome. It was dope. Yeah, she had it. She's an 80s pop star. Oh, dude. Like, you, 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 you fucking hyped it up so much. And then it just came tumbling that's, that's down. What does. He hypes it up and then he fucking fails. Drops it. Whoops. Okay. All right. We, yeah, we have, so we have a whole new group of people for Freddy to murder in very, very many, many interesting ways. And he does. And he has lots of good quips and quirks to say throughout this movie. So, first, I would like to find out the opinion of one Mr. Josh Lambert, Uber Freddy fanatic himself. Mm -hmm. Fucking proceed. <laughs> yes. You may proceed, what? Josh, with your notes. <laughs> Uh, very well. Uh, <laughs> this was my first viewing of Nightmare 4 in probably 15 or 20 years or so. Uh, it took place September 12, 2021 at 6.41 p.m. Uh, they completely ch changed the main actress, mm -hmm. I guess. Okay. Uh, I also thought they changed the actors for the other two people, but apparently they were just older. They were same the same people. people. Uh, I always really enjoyed the uh, weird wind chimes, like the little Freddy tune they do, like his version of the. Ch -ch -ch -ch. It always reminded me of like uh, the original Resident Evil games or something like that. Uh, I really don't get their obsession with skills that are eventually going to beat Freddy. This karate kid guy, is he just going to like judo chop Freddy down the road? Like what? He's a dream demon. Like he's, he's all powerful. Your your karate chops and your Power Ranger flips ain't gonna do shit. But it was a wicked song during his montage. Uh, I didn't yeah. understand why it was in the movie. Uh, the the buddy what was his name Joey throwing the darts at the wall. He's wearing a catcher's mitt. Oh, Kincaid. Okay, he's wearing a like a baseball mitt, mm -hmm. a softball mitt, and mm -hmm. he's throwing darts. Why? This is not the first time I had seen that. There was another well, movie I had seen that exact same scenario. It's like he was just, they were in his, yeah, I Is that guess. a thing? He just loves the mitts. <clears throat> just, they, they wear the mitt, I guess. Is that manly? Uh, dog's name is Jason. Clearly a reference to Friday the 13th. Uh, <clears throat> what do you guys think about the fire beat? Love it. Mm. I love little, it. A little much. Hurt. Little fucking... that, that's maximum cheese. Burns when it pee. burns when I pee. Yeah. Uh, the reverse effect for the Freddy restoration is really cool. Uh, one of the best effects, I think, in the series. If not, definitely this. Uh, 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 yeah. Sequel. Uh, imagine if that's how it ended. The car just drops on Freddy and he's like, take that, yeah! motherfucker. Freddy just <laughs> high-pitched, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, the extremely important 80s gratuitous nudity scene. Uh, pretty yes. well done in this one. Gotta say, the, the swimsuit model in the waterbed, pretty good job. It was good, yeah. And then Freddy comes in with the, how's that for a wet dream? That's uh, <laughs> brilliant. That's classic. That's excellent. 
that's one very ugly nurse. They they straight up put Robert England they in did. a nurse costume. They, right? they did. That's, that is her. That's what I was yes, saying. that is him. Okay. Uh, the acting seems especially bad in this one. Like the acting is always bad in Freddy movies. Don't get me wrong, because they get teen actors that are nobodies most of the time. But these ones, it just seems especially bad. Uh, the bird's eye cam in the bedroom when she's passing out—very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Uh, it was very kind of like Rami-esque, where it's like going around in the rafters and just—it was very weirdly After shot. Her mother like dopes her. <laughs> yeah, it just gives her a bunch yeah. of Valium or whatever. Uh, we get Shark Freddy. That's the, that's the new Freddy, which was I like old Freddy. Freddy. Uh, the sunglasses. So the sunglasses is one of my favorites. Uh, so they buried Christian right in front of Nancy Thomas. So I don't yep. know if you guys caught that. But Nancy's right behind her. It's like there's just like a section of the graveyard where they bury all the people that Freddy, Freddy kills. victim section. Uh, they keep like forcing this matching luggage joke about the bags under her eyes. Didn't really find it funny the first time or the second time. Yeah. <laughs> Mention bags. Yeah. They're, they're really trying to push teenagers to smoke. Man, back in the 80s, they just, all the cool kids smoked. The robot claw uh, in the, was it the science room? Kind of dumb. Didn't like it. Should have just been Freddy's claw. If if they like showed her more like as like a robotics kind of girl and like tinker in the lab or something, I guess I would get it a little bit. But she was just smart, so they assume. Uh, yeah, she's smart. She likes robots, I guess. I guess that's the patented tongue flick we get from uh, Freddy before he sucked her dry. Uh, the poor guy fell asleep when he was taking a dump. <laughs> he was so tired, pants around his ankle, most vulnerable spot. That is the worst spot to, to fall asleep when Freddy's chasing you. Uh, we get an invisible Ninja Freddy scene. Makes <laughs> uh, uh, choreography easier. Yeah. The, the coffin scene where Buddy, like, jumped Hello, right up baby. in the coffin. Uh, it felt something like Pennywise yeah. would do. It seemed like a very much so Pennywise yeah, scenario, too, because sure. it was like the quiet very. air and then him talking to her and she's not really responding to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I really hope she cranks Freddy with those nunchucks. At very least, if she's going to do ninja moves. When I saw the nunchucks, I was pretty pumped. Uh, we get a excellent product placement of Pepsi Cola, the cola choice of Dream Masters Everywheres. Mm-hmm. We get the Deja View scene where they just go around in a circle. Uh, the elbow cracks. That was fucking disgusting. When she's lifting, when she's doing the uh, bench press, and Freddie just cracks her elbows open, and she turns into a roach. I don't even know how that would happen. Uh, well, you just gotta did. believe, Brendan. You just gotta believe. Gotta believe. And, yeah, and yeah. I don't know how a fucking guy uh, can get into your nightmares and kill you. What's your point? <laughs> well, that's pretty tough. Oh, well, yeah. I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> they they tried to i guess lead it up that she was scared of bugs but really the only foreshadowing was that there was a bug in her chip bag earlier (laughs) she just kind of squanched it they had to throw it in there yeah again i feel like they the writers had more stuff that maybe got cut 
Uh, well, it ain't Dr. Seuss. Excellent line. You get the ridiculous beat-em-up match with Freddy that lasts, like, five minutes. Uh, and then she just straight-up ghost busts him with, like, her own little proton pack. And then the whole uh, mirror thing, I don't really get. So what, why did the mirror stop Freddy? Got to see Reflection. inside his own soul, is how I took it, I guess. Yes. I don't know, but it caused a whole bunch of little Freddy arms to pop out of his head and stuff. Yeah, the effects neat. at the end of this were pretty cool, where he's basically ripping himself apart with the, the little fucking... Yeah. The, it's like the souls were, like, coming out to, like, rip him apart. It was just kind of interesting. I like right. That. They're mm. fighting him. And then all, all the souls get released, which is weird, because Freddy's not dead, so... I don't know what's going to happen Freddy's in the next one. They could be hmm. pulling a Roy scenario on us. Well, there's, like, another he's three or hungry. four movies... I guess this Freddy in the uh, MCU is possibly dead, but there's another Freddy. Maybe a Freddy somewhere with orange hey, and black Look, stripes. it's like the tall man in Phantasm. Oh, Josh. Just one dies, another one appears. I, I hope not. <laughs> Freddy is it? Freddy is a tall Those man. are my notes. Just saying. He is he a, is tall a tall boy. boy. Freddy is not, He's a, tall not a tall boy. boy. <laughs> 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 Excellent notes, Josh. Excellent notes. All right, we're going to take just one minute <clears throat> and have a little bit of a save from a good friend of ours coming back in a moment. show brendan please would you like to regale us with your notes define regale just tell us your notes okay a nightmare on elm street <laughs> okay. for the dream master, the master of dreams. <laughs> 1988 took place in 1988 <laughs> <laughs> interesting Directed by Rennie Harlan, starring Freddy Krueger as Robert England. Uh, you you, you the, mean the other way, right? Well, no, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what are y'all getting on? 80s song for the intro. Fantastic. We already talked about it. It's pretty awesome. Haunted house nightmare sequence to start it off. I was kind of, was kind of bored of the house. Right away, I knew we were going into the house scene. I'm like, okay, another haunted house, a little dingy little place. And we're going to find out Freddy's still alive. And guess what? We're going to end up back in the boiler room. And sure enough. No. I, I think you've established the general plot of every single Freddy movie already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then I uh, kind of dozed a little bit and uh, got to the hilarious karate montage scene with the giant Japanese flag in the back. <laughs> 
the huge cultural appropriation, just nunchucks and punch in the air. And uh, then we jump right to the uh, the dog with the bladder infection. <laughs> that pissed fire. The bladder infection. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, the, the effects for resurrecting Freddy were awesome. We we talked about before the you know the reverse wax or whatever it was effect. They rewinded that VHS and whoop, 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 whoop. there we go. Uh, then I I said, are these different actors in Freddy Three? They seem like it. So we established it's just the mm-hmm. one, right? Yep. This is the chick. But what's she up to now? Anybody know? Anybody care? She's no? been in all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Um. I like the idea of Freddy exacting his revenge on the Dream Warriors once and for all. He really, he he earned it. <laughs> he earned after it. After the last movie. <laughs> he, he earned his revenge. Well deserved. Uh, Nurse Robert England was creepy as hell. I enjoyed it. I kind of got not as creepy like Joker vibes from it. You know, maybe, maybe Joker. Heath Ledger's portrayal in that exact moment was a throwback to Freddy Krueger. Maybe that'd be the yeah. You never know. Uh, I I don't remember any of the names of the people. Usually, I know Kincaid. Yep, it's Kincaid, Joey, right? Kristen. Okay, there's a Joey. Yeah, Kristen is the, the one blonde. that was replaced. Yeah. Okay, so I loved how she was expressing to her mom about how her two friends had just died. <laughs> And her mom just like, brushes it off yeah. and then gets mad at her and annoyed at her. And then <laughs> you got to eat something. My two friends just said, I'm not, I don't feel like eating. Well, you have to eat. Here's some drugs. Well, that's, some, that's the same some mom. Drugs. Yeah. That's the same mom that like went upstairs and told her to be quiet because she has like man over and she needs the whiskey yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The gin. Where's yeah. the gin? Jeez. <laughs> uh, the 80s bringing back that quicksand fear in the dream sequence that we all were expecting to be an issue. And it just, yeah. we all really expected wasn't. quicksand to be a bigger issue it, than it really was. We all expected yeah. far more. That was like the thing. Freddie with sunglasses, one cool dude. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. Weird power transfer ability to Alice. I remembered Alice because they made sure to say her name quite a bit. Mm. That's how I usually remember names. They can't just say it once in the start and then, yeah. Anyways. Freddy is messing with them invisibly in broad daylight, or at least that's what I interpreted in the classroom. Like, were they were dreaming, but there were still people around, or were the people that were around part of the dream? They were dream people. They were dream people. They were echoes, yeah. if you will. Freddy's accolades. Okay. Well, damn, okay. Um, third death in less than a week in the same school. No police investigating whatsoever. They're just like, it's like not in the news or anything. Nobody's really talking about it. It's like normal. Another kid died randomly. Yeah. Oh, they all live on Elm Street. Probably nothing about that. Wrong side of the tracks. (laughs) Just see it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fucking Elm Street kids. Karate Battle with Freddy. What's (laughs) ultimate cheese? (laughs) It's so (laughs) cheesy. But then afterwards, Alice learns Kung Fu like Neo and just. Man, she just, yeah. Wails on him. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, I must have missed something. I didn't understand why she went to the movie theater. Was she, it just like... She saw it in her dream. She saw it in her dream in the movie theater, so she went there. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. 
I, I wrote down, I must have missed something. The I don't know why she had to get the popcorn and pop, though. Oh, you got to. I mean, you're there. You, you got to complete, like, complete the experience. <laughs> you save with the bundle, I'm sure. Yeah. They sold yeah. a lot of popcorn during <laughs> so, that movie. Imagine soul she pizza. goes to go in. <laughs> soul pizza was super creepy. And then I love the I love soul food line. It's fantastic. The weightlifting scene made me squirm so hard. But I didn't see it coming because what happened was impossible to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> unless he was like magically locking her arms like this, her body would have just kept going this way. And it would have either crushed her neck first or like her head or like fell on the ground. You know what I mean? Are you, but it just are kept you going pushing like logic on this fucking scenario? How fucking <laughs> oh. Oh, how fucking dare you and then <laughs> there was cockroach arms in her arms they have yeah. different anatomy <laughs> then then i i i definitely cringed from the cheesiness of the the, the cockroach scene <laughs> although that was very twisted and gruesome like a... scene where she's like slowly the agony of slowly transforming into this creature that she hates um Buddy gets in an accident while Alice is driving, but they, they, yeah, I tell you, <laughs> they, they mentioned how he had lacerations to his neck and his head, and I didn't really notice anything else, but they needed to operate on him immediately. Well, yeah. I'm using logic again. I'm sorry. I should be doing this, but get the fuck out of here with your logic. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that just kind of bugged me. I was like, "Why? Why? He doesn't need to go under. You don't got to put him to sleep. He need he stitches maybe, but they're just really horny to operate." It was I guess. A slow night in the ER. The doctor needed work. Uh, the '80s Dream Master montage: the arming up, the slapping on the spikes, oh, and the you know popping the collar and, and the, the head fucking A. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, and the 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 flag around the fist, the knuckles. Yeah. And uh, it ended off with a grand showdown where he was defeated a la Medusa style. And the baby hand soul release scene. Creepy, <laughs> creepy, creepy. Um, yeah, I just saw baby hands coming out. Little honestly. Baby souls. Super creepy. Worse than the bug scene. Welcome to Wonderland, us. Uh, it, it, I feel like it was like something I'd see from a really like graphic video game. So like it was like ahead of its time, kind of like melding back, and it's he's being the torn fucking apart. arm that comes out of his head cool. and grabs onto the wall, and he's like pinned up against the wall and shit. Yeah, I thought it was dope. The soul's yeah. fighting back. Yeah, I like that little baby arms all over him <laughs> fighting my, back. Take my big, take my strong hand. <laughs> take my hand, my strong hand. <laughs> no, it's gross. <laughs> Just take it. It's not strong hand. enough. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one. I've seen that movie. In. I watch that movie <laughs> so often. Every time I'm making potatoes. Every time I'm making potatoes. My germs. <laughs> my germs. Every yeah. time. Yeah. We do that in the household. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan. We kind of just. <laughs> my laptop uh, stopped, turned off, so that's the end okay. of my notes. All right. I mean, it was the end of the movie. I have nothing else to contribute. <laughs> But grab yourself a cup of you have Tim lots Hortons. To, you have lots to contribute. Brandon. As well as 
Always fresh. Always Tim Fuck Hortons. Off. They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> not that, that fresh. That Tim Hortons at Tim's hands. You know what? If I had actually old. gone out and gotten us a good fucking sponsor, you guys wouldn't fucking even give that much effort, would you? I'd be like, we get like Shutter to sponsor no. us, and Tim's like, I'm watching everything on Netflix. I did not say that. <laughs> that that is, is a lie. lie. <laughs> I or I have Shutter. <laughs> Fuck you, you Adam. Struck <laughs> that? Uh, right. <laughs> All right, let's take a minute and just talk about the effects work. I want to hear from everybody here their favorite piece of effects work and why. Josh. Well, the reverse effect. I already told you. Like when Freddy's recombobulating himself and they pull that like melted wax system or melted silicone or whatever it is that they do to set something up and then play it in reverse. I am a sucker for reverse play. You are a Bruce Campbell fan. That's the master of reverse. Yeah, that's that's the he is the greatest reverse actor yeah, in my opinion. And some of the stuff that he does, but just in general, like I know Rami does a lot of it, obviously, because he has Campbell on on deck at all times. But um, there's a lot of really cool effects that stick with people. Like if you talk about the um, Indiana Jones scene. Like, that's one of those scenes that sticks in people's minds for decades. Mm. It's just something off-putting about watching something that occurs in reverse and then flipped. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sav Savini True. made a career out of doing shit like that, too, right? Like, Dawn of the Dead, the yep. machete in the head. Didn't mean to rhyme it, but okay. But it's true, right? And that was, that was amazingly done. All things that that's rhyme are true. Correct, I guess. All right. Brendan. That's, yes. Yeah. Uh, favorite yes, of the effects and why? The dog fire pee was cool. It hurts when <laughs> I pee. It burns. It's. I'm going to have to go with baby hands. Like just at the end <laughs> where all the hands are coming out of them and shit? Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. It's a toss up between baby hands and just the claw shark fin going through the the water you know but definitely definitely baby maybe baby hands okay yeah so i just realized what? something for the dog fire pee they built a dog and set up a little flamethrower <laughs> out of his bird maybe you know what that one wins then they put a lot of work into that one some studio effects artist <laughs> got the script and was like wait what and the guy came in he's like i need you to build like a little dog penis red rocket that shoots out fire who am i to question where hey, my money's you know coming from for a paycheck i didn't even notice i thought that was a real dog so kudos to them okay tim kudos to them i i liked a lot of the effects like there was there was a lot of like obviously the dog pee and baby arms and you know uh the what josh was talking about with the reverse stuff but I have to say, the one that stuck with me the most since I've seen this many times since I was a kid has always been the fucking Debbie no pain, no gain scene. Like, like her arms when, like, and she's, like, very awkwardly gets up and, like, they just break off and then they're, like, right rubbery <laughs> on the ground and then the fucking, like, the fucking cockroaches, like... It's gross. It was gross. It was gross. And I was like nine years old when I saw this, like, and it stuck with me. 
It all makes sense now. I gotta admit, I love. And it made and it made no sense. Uh, it made no sense. But yeah, whatever. but get the fuck out of here with logic. That's that's not what we're about here. Um, my favorite still has to be just whenever they show the souls that he's captured. So like the chest piece. I loved it in the third one, yeah, and I yeah, love yeah. it in this one, because in every one of them, it's slightly different. Mm. It's got different faces, and you see it update. They're yeah, moving. and you see it update in this one when he gets Kristen. She all Unsurely. of a sudden appears. You know what I mean? It's kind of like mm. a... It's, it's mm. just fuckered, and they're all moving and yelling and screaming, and, and you know, you got, like, just fucking tortured souls, and, and I, I like that. And then the pizza... In, a, in another representation yep. of the same thing <laughs> and he fucking that, sticks the sticks the, the finger knife in the meatball and you know it was just it's just it's just another play on freddy's you know torturing of the souls the already damned souls right and and the, the chest piece has probably got to be one of my favorites and i i remember a couple of years ago kevin yager posted that uh he actually found one of the original chest pieces went up on auction somebody had like stolen it from set after they had taken it off Freddy that night, they somebody like stole it, and it went up on like eBay on auction. Well, that, was, that is actually rampant with this yep. series, eh? Like people stole a ton of props. Yep. And this this one ended up going up for like I think they sold it for something close to like five grand American or some shit like this, right? Somebody bought it, so that fucking piece is sitting on somebody's fucking wall right now, and it's I am so fucking jealous because it is so cool looking. So. All right. With that, it is time to introduce the man of the hour himself. The one, the only, Mr. Tim Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, with Trivia Time. With Tim! So, i just like to say that this, this, this segment of Trivia Time with Tim has been sponsored by Alexander Keats. Nope. India pale hail, pale hail. Pale. How many of those pale have you pale. had? India. Brewed right here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Even though I'm in Toronto right now, but Halifax, Nova Scotia. Get on with it. Fucking. Get on with it. <laughs> Is it refreshing? <laughs> All right. So, this was the highest-grossing entry. In a Nightmare on Elm Street film franchise, not counting Freddy vs. Jason from 2003, this earned 49 million in the U.S. That doesn't seem like a lot of money though nowadays. The MCU around it doesn't. <laughs> no, hell no. Is that a um, for inflation? It becomes the number one. Maybe. Uh, this is the first film in the franchise where Robert England actually received top billing in the opening credits. Good. Yep. Uh, the name of the diner where Alice works is called the Crave Inn, a reference to the franchise creator Wes Craven. Oh, I never got nice. that. Uh, Robert England's favorite part of the film was the time loop because it seemed like a visual of a dream that keeps repeating itself. Um, I should tell you that none of uh, there's no bologna tonight, fellas. No bologna. Bologna's not on the menu. Uh, not great. I know. I'm. 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 I didn't. I didn't. I wanted to give you guys like top choice. No, I've been busy doing <laughs> doing big things. Um, 
Rick and Alice were twins in the script. I don't know if you knew that. Didn't read the script. Wes Craven. Oh, yeah. Well, you're missing out. Wes Craven turned down New Line Cinema's offer to direct and rewrite their script. It's a shame because he probably could have did a better job. Highest grossing horror film and the highest grossing film for New Line Cinema for its year in 1988. Um, what? I'm just going to wait for Adam to. I was just trying to see if I had part four on the shelf. I got one, two, and three in New Nightmare. I thought I had part four on the shelf. Books. This is Robert England's favorite movie of the series. Really? Mm, That's what he said. Really? He's just being polite. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Not only did actress Tuesday Night co-star in the film, but she performed the theme song. I don't know if you guys knew that. Had no fucking clue. Adam told Oh, wow. Right, no right, right. Clue. Adam told mm-hmm. us at the beginning of the fucking, fucking show. No. <laughs> uh, Lisa Wilcox said Alice may, was made for her because she was a shy teenage girl who thought she'd never get a boyfriend. Okay, okay. Lisa sure. Wilcox. Whatever. Uh, around 15 minutes, the character of Roland Kincaid has a poster of The Hills Have Eyes on his bedroom wall. Obvious nod to Wes Craven. Should have been an Evil Dead poster. I know, that would have been hilarious. And it should have been ripped the exact way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that w- exactly. Um, this is the first film in the franchise where the end credits rolled instead of appearing in a slideshow. Hmm. I don't really. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There are references to Alice in the Looking Glass. Not only does Freddy say "Welcome to Wonderland," but Alice literally goes through a looking gra- glass as she jumps through the mirror, destroying it. Interesting. Freddy's line, "How sweet, fresh meat," was similar. Uh, to being used in Freddy vs. Jason, where Freddy says, how sweet, dark meat, to Kelly Rowland's character, which is kind of racist Ooh, now, if you think man. about it. It's pretty, it's pretty cringy. Pretty cringy. No. These were different times, you know? Yeah, 2003 was a different time. Adam. I didn't say it, Brendan said it! Oh, but fuck Adam! <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're all just gonna say shit and blame Adam, are we? Okay. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, it's implied that the in the film, Rick dislikes Kincaid and Joey as he refers to them as kind of spooky. But this also implied that he dislikes Kincaid more than Joey because he has provoked him once. This is stupid trivia, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> stupid. Guess what? Dan's truck is a 1959 Ford F100. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What an excellent yeah. piece of F- trivia. F100. Uh, you boy, guys boy. are never going to watch that fucking movie the same when you see that fucking truck. It's a nice truck, actually. It's all right. It uh, mouth. All right. So this is the last one because the trivia sucks tonight. I'm sorry, guys. Joey's weakness has always been beautiful women and caused him to be put in a coma in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 and his death in this movie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Poor fella. Poor fella. Just well, what a way to go. Women. You know, waterbeds were hot. 
then, so they had to throw that in there. I'm sure working out to uh, with like big hair was popular, so they had to ruin that for people too. It's the original Two Final Destination. And only enough blood to run no, one at a time. Was doing, when she was doing the fucking like uh, uh, the like on the work uh, the weight bench, she had like her hands really awkward, mm-hmm. and she was going. <laughs> yeah. Like they were really close, and like I don't know, there's just there was something awkward about like how her nails were like right long, and she was like, yeah, yeah. And she wasn't like, gripping; just, she was kind of like, she's empowering Tim. You, you can be beautiful and strong. She's empowering. Jesus, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, nope. he's not. No, I just said it was my favorite scene. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> I know lots. I know lots. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, it is time to give our final thoughts and rate this movie, the fourth in the series, as it were. I'm going to start tonight with Josh. No, I don't always start with Josh. Whatever you start with, he always goes. Oh, you always start with. (laughs) It's kind of it's kind of routine. Tim, you always start with me. Um, This. This one's kind of boring. I don't know if you guys felt that, but I, I was, you know, not enthralled a lot of time when Freddie wasn't on the screen. Uh, I think it might have been partially back to the bad acting and the poor lines. It seemed like mm-hmm. they could have used some script revisions. Um, but when Freddie was there, he was there. Like we get a couple of really iconic Freddies that uh, pretty much go in like Freddie Hall of Fame. Like when he's got those sunglasses on. I've seen so many Freddy memes with those sunglasses. I used to have that on a shirt. Yeah, it's breached into just regular pop culture out of just horror culture. So something has to be said for that. Um, Again, I always find the way they beat Freddy is always dumb. It never really makes any sense to the the canon. And the, the more and more I watch the Freddy series over again, the less actual like rules and canon there is to the series. He, they pretty much just do whatever they want in every fucking uh, sequel, and it's the, completely and, different. And that goes to question, and I've always thought this, Josh. Why is this your favorite of the slashers in the series? Because like it doesn't follow any so, of the fucking. Not, no, you're always on listen, Freddy. No, no, listen, listen. It's not my favorite series. Freddy's just my favorite slasher. Okay. So if you pit the slashers against each other, I just feel Freddy, there's something about him, his charisma, his one-liners, he, he's funny, he's, he's sadistic. There's something about him that I just really enjoy. But the more and more I watch the series as a whole, the less I like the series as a whole, to be honest. But um, overall, this one I feel just, again, falls flat, especially when compared to the third one, um, which was actually really good. Uh, I'm going to rate this a PG, and that's being generous. I was leaning towards G, but I think I'm going to rate it a PG just due to a couple of the effects that we talked about and a couple of things that uh, were brought up tonight. Nice. Tim. I always go next. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I agree with a lot of what Josh just said. I was I was bored when it wasn't Freddy. Um, one thing Freddy in this is icon most iconic to his look. Like 
this is my favorite looking Freddy, like how he appeared in this film. Um, I really like the the makeup work and like his attitude and uh, Freddy was just great in this. Um, the scene, like I said, the the no pain, no gain scene, Debbie's dream one where the cockroach arms and all that. Um, probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. I don't know why. I just thought it was goofy as hell when she's running down the hallway. <laughs> you got these big fucking like, you know what I mean? I just, I loved it. I loved it. It's a throwback um, to Freddy 1. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a long... Yeah, the and the and the baby running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I this this is not one of my favorite movies. Um I like I said, I was bored most of it. I spent a lot of time on my phone. Um yeah, I'm gonna give it a PG as well. Um aside from Freddy looking dope and you know the 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 killer special effects that were in this movie um the story was just fucking lame and boring and i just didn't care i just didn't care oh this movie's over all right well gonna watch the next one i guess like it wasn't (laughs) like you know um homework assignment I just, I just didn't I, care about the characters. I don't know if that was your beef, but I just yeah, I didn't I just, care. Yeah, I didn't care. Um, I think maybe if they didn't recast everybody, maybe like if they didn't recast fucking Patricia Arquette, like, yeah, okay, here's here's a you know she's the new Nancy, you know what I mean? Um, but they didn't, and I didn't really like her. You know, her theme song was great though. Yeah, yeah. that theme song was kind of dope. dope. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like this is a lot like part two, where it's like, yeah, you can skip it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Brendan. Yeah. Where do I beginning. begin? Let's start. Let's start. Uh, I I share some of the same views as as you guys with this one. That I didn't care whatsoever about the actors, the the characters, like. The parents were kind of cool, I guess, because they just didn't give a shit. Give the kids drugs. Um, Fred, Freddy was the best. Uh, all his lines in this one, I thought were, I felt they were some of my favorite in the series so far. They're just, he was just funny. He's just really funny. Some of the death scenes really sucked ass. Um, <laughs> some of the special effects were kind of cheesy. Like the, I didn't really like the robot arm and and all that stuff like that. But kind of like sucking the the soul out of the 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 nerd. Was, was awesome. Um, baby arms is great. No pain, no gain was awesome. Even though it, it was, it made me a little squeamish. But it just didn't do it for me. This whole movie, I was, I was just like you guys. I was bored, and then I was contemplating: should I just like go for? I could probably have like a nap right now, and then wake up and not really miss anything, and just kind of like bullshit the rest of my notes. And it might line up. It might line up. It was kind of predictable, you know? Maybe I'll have to do that sometime. I don't know. Josh usually goes before (laughs) you, so, you know, you can always just kind of line up your notes. (laughs) Yeah, you see me, like, writing down shit down. That's good. With a thesaurus over here to change a couple words around. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was just forgettable for me. So, uh, for that, I'm going to have to give this guy... And I, actually, I do want to say it was 1988. The last one was in 1987, right? So that that was a year that they threw it together. 
it didn't really feel like it was made by the same people at all to me. It it, it felt too different. I mean, it was a different director, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Rennie Harlan's. <sighs> yeah, Mister Mister Harlan. So I feel its success, its success was running off of the third mm-hmm. one, maybe. I'm sure the third one did great, and then we're like, oh, let's watch another one. Here, here it comes, and I don't know. Maybe in the For fifth, sure. maybe do the sales die down? We're gonna find out. I'm sure next trivia time. Mm-hmm. So because of all this, I'm gonna give it an X. No, a G. Okay, not great, but not bad. <laughs> G. Okay. <clears throat> um. Coming coming off of the high that is the third one, this movie does feel a little lackluster. But admittedly, the one thing that I always... And, and I gave the third one a really good score, but the one thing that always bugged me about it was how they basically just threw Nancy aside at the end. Like, literally, when you're watching it, they fucking yeah. stabs her and just throws her aside, and then yeah. the fucking fight continues. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... Unfortunately, yeah. they did the exact same fucking thing to the three characters that survived the first one or the, the third one into this one, they literally die pseudo pathetic deaths, uh, except for Joey. Cause the fucking waterbed scene was pretty dope actually, but like Kincaid was, gets that, stabbed yeah. in the stomach and like, just die, almost looks like he has a heart attack in real life. Heart attack, you know? And, and, and she gets thrown, uh, what is it? Kristen gets thrown into the fucking, the boiling water boiler and just kind of fucking suffocates in real life type of thing. It's, <sighs> It's weird. It's weird. It, it almost treats the the characters that are surviving in in a, in a very shitty manner, and it, it kind of sucks that way. This movie does have some good redeeming qualities. The effects work is still on 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 fucking point. Like Kevin Yeager and her and his team really did everything that they could. I think this movie just came down to a lack of proper writing and direction. Is all it really came down to. Um, visually, looks good. The movie really does look good. You can see a quality with the film. Uh, the set pieces are great. The, you know, the acting is a little, meh, whatever. But the effects, the set pieces, like, visually, it's a good fucking movie. It really is that way. And I can't shit on it too much because that's part of the fucking enticement of a lot of horror movies. Like, I'm watching something interesting. Yes, there are a couple of scenes where you're just kind of going, oh, fuck, this is dragging on too much. Yes, the fucking humor between the kids, the fucking baggage joke that we're talking about and everything else kind of a little fucking too done for um in the end i thought it was still imaginative in a long way but it took that fucking dream warrior scenario pumped it up a fucking notch and and made some things that were very questionable which if i remember correctly moving in the series a little bit later it's almost like they kind of go well, that didn't work out. We kind of fucked that up. Let's go back a little bit here. So, like, there, there's kind of like a little bit of a stepping to the side or something later on. Um, but we'll get to that, I guess. All in all, I can honestly say, um, as much as I really love the third one and I love to see like a, a follow up that that tells a little bit more of the tale, this movie deserves, in my opinion, no more than a G. It's it it is lackluster. I the only thing that really truly redeems this movie for me is the fucking theme song at the beginning and the effects work and, and the special, special effects. effects. Yes. And you should PG just on no. special effects. <laughs> if the movie had if the movie had wow. shitty special effects, 
this would have actually probably even gone as low as a shit for me. Because when you when you actually when you absolutely have nothing redeeming about the movie, like Freddy's gonna be Freddy no matter what, right? Okay, so maybe let me let me take that back a little bit. Freddy and the special effects and the theme song are the only thing that are really that good about this movie. But all the fucking acting, the writing about it, I can concur. If you took Freddy out of this movie, it would be a shit movie. <laughs> yeah, right off yeah, the bat. Absolutely. But <laughs> then again, they knew that what they had, so the effects work were good too. So you remove Freddy, you remove the effects work really too, right? So it's kind of hand sure. in hand. If you remove Freddy, it's not Nightmare Monster. <laughs> I don't know, man. They could have. They could, like I said before. It would just be called the they Dream have Master. It, right? You know, so it could have been a Roy yeah, scenario. Like, oh, boys. Fake Freddy. They could have put any villain Frankie. in there. Crimer. Frankie. Frankie. Frankie Krueger. Frankie, Frankie Crimer. All right. So with that, we have two PGs and two Gs, kind of a little bit of a mixed bag. But I mean, we got a lot of good, you know, insight on 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 how horror movie fans feel about this movie and a horror movie noob. That's four Gs total. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's a G, a G in and each. PG. Two Gs and two Ps. Or PGs. Sorry. Okay. Four Gs and two Ps. And to be fair, it's not a really PP. a mixed bag. It's it's just split down the middle. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Come half on, of us are half of us are wrong and half of us also, are right. Yes. Also, yes. So thank you everybody for tuning into this live episode of They Cast from the Coast, where we've been on Twitch and YouTube, and you'll probably see this floating around on Facebook as well. Please stay tuned for the audio copy of this, which will be released on all the major podcasting platforms later in the week, including but not limited to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, etc. etc. And until next time, their video we're also on Patreon. Years. Check us out. Open up your hearts and your wallets. And please, until next time, Josh. Uh, yeah, so this film, I guess, averaged out at 2.5 flaming dog wieners at a four. Ooh. That's, that's wow. a lot of flaming dog wieners, Brendan. That's a great yeah. average. That's a fantastic average for dog wieners. And I can't wait to see how many dog wieners are in the fifth one. They, they always got to up the ante, right? So, And Tim. <laughs> Stay safe, stay spooky, and remember, Alexander Keats, India Pale Ale. No! Nova Scotia. (laughs) Until next time, keep it creepy, everybody. Good night!